Shalom to all. Today's office is Yushalmi Brachas Davav. We are starting Hamid Bay's three lines up from the bottom of the fourth word on the line, and that's in the eyes of a Hadar and Arts Gold Surah Sadaf of Yerushalmi. Now, the Vilna Surah Sadaf of Yerushalmi is Dalad Amud Bay's three lines up from the bottom, the twelfth word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarabasib, Yaakov, Misha, her Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now, we're in the middle of talking about the size of certain things in this world and certain things in creation. And it's important to remember that this is not necessarily literal. There's a lot of deep esoteric meanings behind this, and understanding it at that level is beyond the scope of this shear. So, we're just going to take it at face value. The Gemara says, Tony, we have a b'risa. Eitz Chaim, the tree of life, Mahalach Chamesh Me'ezshana, it's a distance of 500 years. That's how big the Eitz Chaim is. It's such a long journey. Now, I'm reviewed the Brebi Loi, Loi Saif Davar Naifai. This is not ultimately talking about the branches of the Eitz Chaim. Elafilu Kairasai, it's even talking about the trunk. The trunk of the tree itself is a 500-year journey. And all the branches of the waters of creation branch out from underneath the Eitz Chaim. Umatam, what's the source for this? The Pazak says, and he will be like a tree which is planted on palge mayim. Now, the simple understanding of this pasuk is that it's referring to a tzaddik calling him a tree. But over here, we see the pasuk is talking about a tree which is planted al palge mayim. So we see that the etzachayim has palge mayim, branches of water coming out from underneath it. And Tani was talking to Brazo, etzachayim echem shishim lagan. The etzachayim is one sixtieth the size of the gan. Magan echem shishim l'eden. And the gan is one sixtieth the size of Eden. And the pasuk tells us, v'nohar yotze me'eden l'hashkes es hagan. A river came forth from Eden to water the garden, and we see this from the following thing, Tamsis Kur Tarkov Shaisa, from the Tamsis, from the leftover, or the runoff water that's used to water a car, a Tarkov can drink from that. So we know that when watering a field, there's always going to be runoff, there's always going to be extra water. And if that water is collected, so we can use that water to water a different field, albeit smaller, but we could still use it to water a field. And the proportion of that is 1 to 60. As the Gemara says, Tamsis Kur Tarkov Shaisa, the leftover, the runoff water that's used to water a field, which is the size of a car, that can be drunk by a Tarkov a Tarkov is a 60th of a car. And that's what we had just said in the Pasuk, the line beforehand. A river came forth from Eden to water the garden. The Gan is a 60th of Eden, which means whatever water was used to water Eden, the leftover or the runoff of that water is collected and is used to water the Gan. And similarly, the Gemara says, The extra, the runoff water that's used to water Kush is drunk by Mitzrayim. Nimtes Oimer turns out that Mitzrayim is Mitzrayim is a 40-day journey. That would mean that the journey across Kush is seven years and a little bit. So if you pull out your calculator, really, that would be a six-year journey and a little bit. And that's actually what some gear size are, is that not Now going back to our original discussion that had started this Gemara, which was that the Rakia is a journey of 50 years. But the Rakia itself is not a 50-year journey. It's the amount of years of our original forefathers, which is Avram and Yaakov, meaning the amount of years that they lived, which is a total of five. And how do we know this? Because the Pasuk tells us, like the days of the Shemaim on the Aret. And we say this Pasuk every day in Kriyashmah, and this Pasuk means that by keeping the mitzvahs, we're going to be Zaycha Talanga Yudin, long years, like the amount of days our forefathers lived. And their years were like the days of Shemaim on Aret. And how many years was that? Well, Avram lived 175, Yitzchak 180, and Yaakov 147. That's a total of 502. And the Farshim discuss why the last two aren't counted. But either way, we learn that according to Rabbanon, this journey is 500 years, not 50 years. And the Gemara continues, Just like in between the arts and the Rekia is 500 years,
says, Kach, so too, Bain Rakia Rakia, in between every Rakia, Mahalich Chamesh Meishana is also a journey of 500 years. And Va'ayva of Mahalich Chamesh Meishana, the thickness of every Rakia is also 500 years. And Umachamis Meimar, Ayva of Shal Rakia, Mahalich Chamesh Meishana, and from where do you come to say that the thickness of the Rakia is 500 years? How do we know that? So Rav Bani answers, because the Pasuk tells us, Yehi Rakia Besaychamayim, the Rakia should be Betaychamayim. What do we learn from here? Yehi Rakia Batavech, the Rakia should be in the middle. And we continue talking about Maisabratius, the Gemara says, Rav Amar Rav says, Lachem hayu harishain. On the first day of creation, the Shemayim was Lachem. It was liquid. It was very fluid. Bashani Karshu, and it was only on the second day that it became hardened. And why is it that Rav feels the necessity to say this? That's because we have two different Sukkim. The Pasuk says that on the first day, Bar Elikim es HaShemayim. And on the second day, it says, Bayas Elikim es HaRakia. So when it was the Shemayim created, the first day or the second day? So Rav explains that the first day was very liquid, and it was only on the second day that it congealed or it hardened. And Rav Amar Rav continues saying, Some Gersoyes take out these words, Rav Amar, because we don't really need them in there. Rav was in the middle of talking. That Yehi Rakia, what does this Pasuk mean? Yechazek HaRakia, the Rakia should strengthen. Yikrash HaRakia, the Rakia should congeal. Yiglad HaRakia, the Rakia should cross over. And Yimtach HaRakia, the Rakia should stretch out. But now we have an argument, because Amar Yudim Pazi, he explains that what's this Pasuk telling us? Yasa Kamin Matlas HaRakia, the Rakia should be spread out like a cloth. Hechmad Ma'at Amar, similar to that which you say, meaning we have something similar in a Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk regarding the building of the Mishkan, by is Pache Hazahav, and they flattened out the sheets of gold. So Rakia is a Lashon of flattening out. Now the difference between Rav and Rabbi Yehudim and Pazi is that according to Rav, the Rakia was there on the first day, it just needed to be strengthened on the second day, whereas according to Rabbi Yehudim and Pazi, the Rakia was only a drop on the first day, and was subsequently stretched out on the second day. Now Tani B'Shem Rabbi Yeshua is taught in the in the name of Rabbi Yeshua, Oivav Shal Rakia Kishteetz Ba'ayim. The thickness of the Rakia is two fingers thick, not 50 years and not 500 years, just two fingers thick. And Valvav is on top of the Gemara says, Milsad Rabbi Chanina Pliga, the following thing from Chanina argues with this. We have a pasuk that tells us, "Did you roll out the heavens with him, to be as strong as a solid molten mirror?" Now, what do we learn from this pasuk? Tarkia, which means to roll out. This teaches us that the Shemayim was like a flat sheet because you roll out a flat sheet. Now, a thin sheet, a tas, is thinner than something which is two fingers thick. Now, Yachal, you might think Shein Brian that they're not strong. That's why the pasuk says Chazakim that they're strong. Yachal, you might think Shein Nisrapin that they're going to end up getting weak over time. Tamalem, it's why the Pasuk says, Kiri'i Mutzak. What does that mean? Bechal Shah Vashah, Nirin Mutzakim. Every single hour, meaning every single moment, the Shemayim looks like it was just cast or was just fused into something solid. Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Shimon, Lakesh, Rabbi Yechon, and Rish Lakesh comment on this. Rabbi Yechon, Amr, he says, Benayk Shabbat the way the world is, that Adam Oteach Ayel, a person stretches out a tent, Aidei Shos, after some time, Rafa, it becomes weak. But Ram, however, Hacha, over here, what does the Pasuk tell us? And he stretched them out like a tent to dwell in. But it says in the Pasuk about the Shemayim that they're strong. A tent, once it's stretched out, after a while, it's going to get weak. But the Shemayim always stays strong. He says, The custom of the world is that a person pours a keli, which means they make a keli out of metal. But after some time, it's going to start getting rust on it. But Ram, however, over here, what does the Pasuk tell us? That the Shemayim is like a re'imutzak. Every single moment, they look like they were just poured, they were just fused, they were just made, and the Shemayim looks fresh and strong and doesn't look like it's going to become rusty anytime soon. Now, Rabazaria Amar al Hadr Bshem Lakish, Rabazaria commented on that which Rishlakish said. We have a Pasuk about the completion of creation by Chulu Hashemayim Arts of Chotzvam. Another Pasuk says, By Chalikim by Mashvi, by Varchalikim Mashvi Mashvi Hashem. Bless the seventh day. Now, Maxim Basrei, what does it say right afterwards? The Pasuk right afterwards in Tyra says, Ela Todas Hashemayim. These are the Todas of the Shemayim, meaning the offspring or the products of the Shemayim. Now, Vachima Inyan Zaytalzeh, what does one have to do with another? Ela, Yom Nechnas Vyom Yotze. We have a day coming and a day going. Shabbos Nechas, Shabbos.
Shabbos Yaitze, a week comes, a week goes. Chaydesh Nechnas, Chaydesh Yaitze, a month comes, a month goes. Shana Nechnas says, Shana Yaitze, a year comes, a year goes. Uchsev, and what does the Pasuk say? Eila told us Hashemayim Ha'aretz Behi Bar'am. This is the Toldus of Shemayim and Aretz when they were created. On the day that Hashem made the Eretz V'Shemayim. And what we're learning from this Pasuk is that every single day the Shemayim and Aretz look like they were just created, even though it's been thousands of years already. Now we go on to explain the Mishnah. We had said, according to Yezer, in the Mishnah, one is allowed to say nighttime Shema until the end of the first Hashemayres. Now Rebbe I mean, Rebbe says, Arba The day is divided into four Hashemayres and the night is divided into four Hashemayres. Each of these Hashemayres is talking about a specific time that Malachim say a certain type of Shira up in Shemayim. Now as we're talking about certain time periods being divided up, so the Gemara continues, Ha'ayna, the time period called an Aina, is Echad Me'esim Varba Lashah, is 124th of an hour. Ha'es, Echad Me'esim Varba Lashah, an Ace is 124th of an Aina. We usually translate Rega as moment, so a Rega is Echad Me'esim Varba Lashah, is 124th of an Ace. Now, Kamahu Ha'Rega, so how much is a Rega? Rabbi Rechi B'Shem Rabbi Chalbay Amar, he says, Kedei La'imrei, the amount of time it takes to say it. How long does it take to say Rega? That's how long a Rega is. Rabban and Amrin, the Rabbanon say, Ha'Rega Keheref Ayin. A Rega is like the blink of an eye, which is much shorter than the amount of time it takes to say Rega. Now, Tani Shmuel, Shmuel taught, Ha'Rega is Echa Mechameshes Ribay Vesheshes Alafim Ushmayna Meyes Varbayim Ushmayna Lashah. Ha'Rega is 156,848th of an hour. Now we move on to another Shita. Rab Nassan and Rab Nassan says, Shalash, the night is divided into three Hashmairais, not four. And how do we know that? That's because we have a Pasuk that says, Raisha Hashmairais Hatichayna. The Gidden went out with his men at the beginning of the middle Hashmairais. So if there's a middle Hashmairais, that means that there's only three Hashmairais and not four Hashmairais per Lila. They say, Time to Rebbe, what's Rebbe's reasoning? Dovna Melch says, I wake up at Chatzois in the middle of the night to thank you for your Mishpatezekecha. Uksev and Dovna Melch also says, Kidmu Enai Ashmairais. My eyes preceded Ashmairais. Ashmairais means two Ashmairais, which means if Dovna Melch woke up at Chatzois, which is the middle of the night, and he still had two Ashmairais left to go to the night, that means that a night is four Ashmairais, not three. Now, Rabchiski Amr Abzrikon and Rabbah, both of them explain, Chad Amr Tamad Rebbe, one of them explained Rebbe's reasoning. The Harina Amar, and the other one says, the word Harina is like the word Acharina, the other one says, Tamad Rebnasan, he explains Rebnasan. Man Demar Tamad Rebbe, the one that says Rebbe's reasoning, Demar is the Lashon of Amar, the one that explains Rebbe's reasoning, that's because Chatzai Slaila, like we just had this Pasuk. And Uman Demar Tamad Rebnasan, the one that explains Rebnasan's reasoning, is because of the Pasuk that we had, Rosh Hashmairas Hatichaina. Now we just have to explain, Mamakaim Rebnasan Tamad Rebbe Chatzai Slaila. What does Rebnasan do with Rebbe's explanation of Chatzai Slaila? Seems to be the Rebbe has a Pasuk supporting him. So the way the Rav Nassim explains it is Sometimes David Melch would get up at Chatzais and sometimes he would get up even earlier than Chatzais when there were still two Ashmairis left to the night but there were still only three Ashmairis in the night. These words Ki'izetzad is like the word Ketzad in Bavli. In other words, it's like we're saying Ha'ketzad, how was this applied? When is it they got up at Chatzais and when is it that he got up even earlier than Chatzais when there were still two Ashmairis left to the night? The Gemara explains When David would have a very kingly meal, there was everyone at the meal, all the ministers and the entire court of the king, when they were at his dinner, Chatzais Laila, then he would get up at Chatzais because he would go to sleep later. But if he would just eat by himself with his family, so then he would go to sleep earlier, and then Kidmu in Ashmairais, his eyes would precede two Ashmairais, which means he would get up earlier. However, Mikal Makam, either which way, no matter what time David Melch got up, the morning wouldn't come, and find David sleeping. David was always awake before the morning. And who should David Amar? This is what David said in the Pasuk, Ura Kvaidi, awake my honor. Ura Hanevel Vachinar, awake lyre and harp. Lyre over here is spelled L-Y-R-E. It's a certain type of musical instrument. Ira Shachar, I awake the morning. Now what exactly was David Amelech saying? 
it er yukari, let my honor awake, min kumi ikari dabari, for my creator's honor, ikari lechashiv klum, my honor is not considered like anything, min kadim ikari dabari, when we're talking about the honor of my creator. Shachar, what does that mean? That I awake in the morning? Shachra, I am the one that awakens the morning. The morning doesn't wake me up. However, his Yetzer would start up with him. And would tell him, David, it's the way of kings that the morning wakes them up. And you say, I awake in the morning? Also, usually kings are sleeping until three hours of the day. And you say that I get up at Chatzos, but for who I'm here, he says, meaning David responds to the Yetzer, it's because I want to thank Hashem for Mishpatei Tzikecha, that's why I get up so early. We're going to stop here for the day, continue talking about what David HaMelech would do in the middle of the night. Everyone should have a wonderful day.